This is a podcast from Minute Media. Aaron has to get the second Super Bowl. And I think the pressure is mounting because we are getting towards the end of his career. Wildcard weekend in the books. Can everybody, can we rise? Can we get awake? Look at big man bets. Always there for you. The Hall of Famer, Orlando Paces. Rams look good. Nick Mangold, seven-time Pro Bowler. Bills Chiefs. Is this the AFC Championship game this weekend? I think we're all excited to see Patrick Mahomes and um, Josh Allen tee it up here and, and get it going at Arrowhead. Uh, yeah, you know, I think this one is interesting because we're getting a replay from last year. Uh, the Bills and the Chiefs, this is going to be a great matchup. Um, but then I think even more so, the winner of that has to play, uh, and which is funny to say, with the you know number one seed Tennessee Titans, um, they have to play an underdog. And so, you know, you have that scrappy team coming up and they, whoever's going to win, Kansas City or the Bills, I don't know. Um, I'm probably going to Kansas City, but I haven't decided yet. But to to think that we're getting this game before the championship game is crazy. Like, it, it's very exciting. After the week that we had where everything was kind of, we already knew what was going to happen. Um, this one, I think, is it, it, it just gets you all giddy. Yeah, I think this is the one everyone had penciled in as the AFC championship. Um, but, you know, to be honest with you, I think it'll be a great game. But, I, you know, Tennessee and Cincinnati may have something to say, especially Tennessee, who is the number one seed. Can't believe they're probably the least talked about number one seed probably in the last 10 years. Nobody's talking about them. Nobody's giving them much of a chance. People are you know, as we are here talking about, you know, obviously the Kansas City Chief and the Buffalo Bills game as, you know, being the heir apparent. So I think these guys are just, uh, you know, obviously I think Tennessee still has a chance depending on how they, how Derrick Henry comes back and how they choose to use them. They're still a tough physical team. And if you have to travel to Nashville, uh, either Buffalo or Kansas City to play that Tennessee Titan team, it's going to be a tough match. So I do think Tennessee will have something to say about that. Uh, and it, it still could be a good game uh, if they get past Cincinnati. Orlando, bringing back Derek, is that a challenge at this point? Or, hey, we've we've been riding with Derek for years. This this should be, like, no big deal. Step right back in. Didn't even know you were gone. Yeah, and you know what? I, I think that's what you do. If you want to win, you got to lay all your cards out on the table. And, and Derek Henry's that big, that, that, ace, that ace or that joker, whatever you want to call it, in terms of that, but he's the, he's the guy that, uh, that that really makes that offense go. And then, you know, when you look at Kansas City and Buffalo, they, they, they would have had played two tough physical games uh, the two weeks prior to, and nobody wants to tackle Derek Fresh, Derek Henry uh, in the third and fourth quarter uh, if they got a chance to meet up in the AFC Championship game. So that should that could be the, the, the uh, you know, the, the deciding factor in that game. A fresh Derek Henry facing, you know, a team that's probably depleted, a little injured, and not as fresh as the Tennessee Titans. Nick, does do you think the maybe lack of respect for a one seed the Titans are getting, does that push their locker room forward a little bit? Oh, I think definitely. I think Brable is pushing that like no one's business right now. He's saying, hey, listen, we're the number one seed, and we've already been written off. Uh, no one expects us to do anything. Um, I think that's – it could not write itself better for the Titans – you know, where they're sitting where they are. And they haven't had Derrick Henry for, um, what is it, seven, eight weeks now? 
and they're still the number one seed. So now they're getting them back. You know, they have this the stain on them that they're not worthy of the the number one seed. Uh, they're getting their best offensive playmaker back. I think it it just kind of sets up for them. Um, you know, unfortunately, they're playing my Bengals, which makes <laughs> me a little divided. So I, I I don't know what to do with it. Um, but it is it, it's one of those things. Like it's kind of crazy. We're sitting here um, going into the divisional round. We're like, and we've already set. All right, whoever wins the the Chiefs uh, Bills game is going to the Super Bowl. Like you got to be when you're in Tennessee and, and you're looking at that. Like the Bengals, you can kind of write off. You're like, listen, we're we're a low seed. You know, we're we're trying to make the best of it, um, and and we're going to go as far as we can. But when you're Tennessee and you're saying we're number one, we're the we're the top seed of the AFC. And people aren't even giving us a chance to get to the Super Bowl. That chip on the shoulder is going to be huge. You just mentioned Vrabel, which has me thinking: Is he maybe not getting enough credit? Perhaps you know, maybe he's even in the elite of NFL coaches right now. Does does that sound does that sound fair here to uh, Orlando? You want to take that one? Yeah, you know what? For me, uh, he should be getting all the credit when you lose your your number one playmaker on offense. Uh, and still have the number one seed in what was a tough AFC uh, championship. I don't think they do it. I don't. I don't think they talk about him enough. You know, obviously, if Andy Reid was in that situation, they'd make it seem like uh, you know he was the, the next thing coming. You know, to to Vince Lombardi or something. So I think they, he's a young coach, obviously in a smaller market, and Tennessee doesn't have that cachet or that tradition. Uh, and he's a, he's a younger coach, but I think they should talk about him. I think uh, from what he was able to accomplish to, to, to capture that number one seed, missing his, his star player is, is huge in today's game. You think he's the best coach left in the AFC, Nick? Is that too tall? Oh, um, best coach left is we have uh, – We got uh, Ant. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. Andy Reid has this – this tenure that you're like, all right, we can always go back to it. And he does have the Super Bowl, so you get that thrown in there too. Um, so I would put it up. I mean, I think, I think he's either one or two, and I don't know if you can give it directly to either one of them. You know, Andy has had so much more history, and you know, he had all those years in Philly where they got close but never got there. He gets to Kansas City, and and then he gets there. Uh, Vrabel, you know, has skyrocketed through the, the coaching tree, you know, starting out low level at Ohio State and just, I mean, absolute skyrocket to the head coach of the Tennessee Titans. I think I, I, I think this it has to be decided down the road. But right now, I think for the job that they did, um, it's tough because even if you look at the whole season, Mike Vrabel had to deal with the injury to Derrick Henry and had to go through that and, and you know, keep that team going where Andy Reid also had to deal with uh, Kansas City was not good at the beginning of the year and they turned it around and they figured it out and, and they're now back on top. Um, I mean, how do you, who do you judge better? Is, is dealing with injuries better than turning around losses? Like, I, I don't know. That's, I, that is a tough one. I'm just looking at he's got Ryan Tannehill and they've got Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. You lost your running back. He's doing something right over there. I mean, let, he's right. I mean, I think that. Oh, yeah, definitely. We, yeah, we, we all agree on that. So, all right. Does anyone want to throw a curveball here in the KC Buffalo matchup? Allen versus Mahomes. If you could have either one, do either of you 
want to say that, you know what, I would take Josh Allen for everything that he does in his size and his running ability and, I don't know, his continued ascension. Does anybody – or is it an obvious I'm taking Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, for me, I think it's obvious you take Patrick Mahomes any day. Any guy that has type of arm talent and can just flip it and, you know, find ways to, to win games and different angles, get out of the pocket, that kind of thing. The one, the one thing I don't like about Josh Allen yet, he's yet to be seen – in pressure situations, he still kind of he, he makes decisions that's not quite the best decision. He may throw the ball up or throw it to the other team, or you know he doesn't he doesn't make those great decisions in pressure moments. In which I think Patrick Mahomes still throws the ball well, and even in those moments, he makes big plays. I <laughs> I want to take Josh Allen so bad just because like. The Buffalo Bills, you know, that you're kind of the the upstate New York and you have this gritty attitude to you in, in Kansas City. I know it's not like the the bright lights of L.A. or New York and everything, um, but I, I can't. Like Patrick Mahomes, he just he's able to do things that other quarterbacks can't do. I mean, and it's, it, it's it's awesome to watch him play. And it's been great to see him you know, come around where he doesn't have to make up for the defense and, you know, where he was making the mistakes because I think he was trying too hard and he's now back to just being Patrick Mahomes and making the plays when he can. Um, and the other thing that worries me, Josh Allen, too, is he is running. So, you know, that leads to injuries. And we've seen that many times uh, over, uh, you know, multiple quarterbacks having to deal with that. So the fact that you know, Patrick isn't as mobile. I mean, he still runs and he's, he's all over the place, but I feel like there's more design runs for Josh Allen. I I, I, I want to go with Josh Allen, but I, I got to go with Patrick Mahomes. I mean, that's, come on. The run game might come back to get Josh at some point. You keep on taking a bunch of hits, even as a big guy. Uh, that's always a dangerous, dangerous thing. But here, let, let's let's move on. Let's look at the uh, the one seed in the NFC, of course, your, your Green Bay Packers. Look, Aaron Rodgers has his place in NFL history no matter what happens, but I am asking the question, is his legacy on the line here? You're the one seed. You were there last year. You lost to Brady again. It was on your shoulders. If they, if they come up short this year, is his legacy kind of always tainted, the guy that can't get over the hump and, and win the big one, Nick? Um. Yeah. I mean, there's still time to, to tell if it doesn't work out this year, you know, if he continues to play. Um, you know, you look at Peyton, he went to another team and, and got the second Super Bowl, and that kind of solidified what he had done. But, I mean, it, it's just – it's one of those things where – and we've been talking about it. Aaron has to get the second Super Bowl, and I think the pressure is mounting because we are getting towards the end of his career – um, I, don't, I don't know how much longer he has. We're watching Tom um, go, you know, into his mid-40s and still playing at a high level. So maybe he's got plenty of time. But I think that pressure, it's got to be ticking. And so coming in as the number one seed, you get that bye week, um, you get the rest and everything. It, it, the tough part is they're coming against the 49ers at home who, you know, he's 0-3 in the playoffs against the 49ers. So, I don't know. Like it, it, that pressure just keeps mounting, keeps going up and up. Like you, you've never beaten the 49ers in the playoffs. You need to win a second Super Bowl. Um, I, I think this, this will definitely be a tell 
because of he's had these awesome seasons and he hasn't been able to finish them, um, you know, might be a stain on him, which is disappointing because I think he's he's done fantastic. Yeah, I think I think it's a a slight back on his legacy. Do I think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer? Absolutely. But when you talk about the best quarterback of this era, uh, you know, in terms of championship, people only remember the champions at at some point in their life, and they know Peyton got two. Tom has won, you know, what seven, six or seven. So uh, you know, when you look at you know that Eli Manning has two, Ben Roethlisberger has two. So when you look at, hey man. Is he a part of that conversation? If he's a great quarterback uh, and he only won one championship and then he has the number one seed this year uh, and teams have to come through Green Bay, uh, he has a pretty good chance of making it to the Super Bowl and, and, and winning and getting the second Super Bowl. But I think ultimately guys are measured by, the, especially at the quarterback position, guys are measured by the championships they won, especially when you had so much talent uh, throughout his era, his 17 years and, and obviously Tom Brady dominated the era, but there were some guys that snuck in there and got a couple championships as well. And, and, you know, he's trying to be in that group now. So. Orlando, we've had this argument. I'm going to poke the bear again here. There's no way you're taking Ben Roethlisberger or Eli Manning over Aaron Rodgers, uh, Even if it, even if Aaron comes up short this year, right. Or, okay. You're shaking your head. Maybe you are really. No, no, I'm not just in terms of talent. Obviously Aaron has, has, probably the most talented of all those guys in terms of his just arm talent and ability and where he's from. Um, but, you know, obviously, yeah, you look at Ben and, and both Eli, you could, you know, if you, if you, if you know the game, you say, Hey, defense really won a couple of those games for Super Bowls for those two quarterbacks. So you're right. I am, I will probably still take Aaron Rodgers just because I remember, I, I will always remember just the arm talent that he has as a type of, you know, you know, the cachet and things like that that comes along with them. But, uh, I think they have a pretty good chance of, of being there in the Super Bowl and winning it this year, actually. So, is anybody giving the the Niners a chance in this game, Nick? You, no, yes, maybe. Um, that's a good question. You know, and talking on you know Aaron and, and what he's done, like it just it amazes me that you. I remember it was two thousand thirteen ish or so, thirteen fourteen. Um, we were out, it was, a, a Green Bay was playing Monday night and, uh, we were out for a teammate's birthday and we're sitting there, we're watching, I think we're at a scar bar and we're watching the Monday night game and you see Aaron sitting there, like he's going through his, his cadence and he's just smiling the whole time. And like, you see that exceptionalism on the field like I I love how he plays the game and and how he does it and his legacy is determined I think by championships and when we then go to the 49ers and sit there and say well but he's never beat the 49ers in the playoffs like is he going to be able to overcome that um it'll be interesting and I've been riding Green Bay you know all season long um they've been good to me in the standings um, and so, you know, I feel like, uh, I think they're sitting, what are they? They're plus Packers are minus six right now, um, on win bet. And I, I just, I don't, I, it's going to be so cold. I, the 49ers, I, they're gritty. They run the ball, you know, they're, they're physical. Um, I, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I feel like this is Aaron's year and it, that's the way that the, the soap opera the NFL has been written 
I don't know. I, it's going to be it's going to be a tall task for the 49ers to go to the Packers um, after that first round by getting, you know, Packers having the first home field advantage. It's going to be rocking. It's going to be cold. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be tough for the 49ers. Yeah, I agree. Going back to back with the 49ers having two physical games back to back last week of the season versus the Rams and then the playoff game here versus Dallas. Uh, and then that, and then Grenade's getting healthy. Uh, they, I think they'll have their, their all pro left tackle back. Uh, they're, they're a couple of receivers back and they're getting healthy with that bye week. Uh, you know, obviously Aaron's toe can get back, you know, right. And I think, um, I think it's just a tall task for the 49ers to, to, to go on the road again and, and try to beat a, a number one seed in the Green Bay Packers in the way they're playing Aaron Rodgers, that offense. Um, I, I, I have the, the, the Green Bay Packers in this game. What about your Rams, Orlando? Let, let's look at WinBet for a second here. There are they're the third to the bottom at plus eight hundred. Only the Niners are plus twelve hundred. The Bengals are plus fifteen hundred. Packers are the favorite at plus three twenty five. Then the Chiefs, then the Bills, then the Bucks, and the Titans on top of your Rams. Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe they they look great last week. Of course, Arizona was terrible. But uh, do you think people are <laughs> people are sleeping on your Rams, perhaps that they're the best value out there right now? Obviously, we played inconsistent throughout the year. Some weeks we look like last week, and then you know, obviously, some weeks we don't look that great. Uh, but hopefully, uh, you know, with Matt Stafford and and Sean McVay, they've all been on the same page in terms of calling the offense. But our defense, uh, with with uh, you know, has been playing really well. Bob Miller's kind of coming into his own. Uh, you know, obviously, AD is doing his thing. So, and, and Jalen Ramsey holding down the backfield. So, I'm excited about what we we can do. Uh, you know, obviously defensively, but you know, Matt Stafford can he not turn the ball over? As long as he doesn't turn the ball over, we run the ball. I think having Acres back was a big boost to our offense, and uh, I look forward to, to seeing what we're doing in Tampa this week. Oof. Uh, the you see, I was thinking an hour. Like now, they had a good week. It's our team. It's my team now. You know, yeah. you, you come back around quickly. I love it. Um, I don't know. I we we talked all season long about how you know the Cardinals were the best team in the NFL because of their record, and you know we all really didn't believe it. So coming into the playoffs, um, you know the Cardinals losing quickly kind of makes sense um, with the Rams. And we, you know, when they were making all these trades and they got Matthew Stafford, um, they got Von Miller, you know, you have Aaron Donald and they were building this Odell Beckham. They're building a super team and there's a super bowl or bust. Um, I don't know. I I don't, I, I don't see them. Uh, getting past Tom Brady, especially being um, a a team, a West Coast team that has to go to the East Coast. I think that travel is very difficult. I know, um, I mean, they have the technically the early game on Sunday, but it's still, you know, right in their time frame. So that might negate that whole travel thing. Um, but it, I, their defense is playing very well. But Matthew Stafford is the one, and, and there's a ton of pressure um, on him that he needs to go further because you know he got the he got the monkey off his back that he got the first playoff win, um, and and that was huge. Um, I just I hope you know for Orlando's sake that there isn't that oh you know I got the, I got my playoff win and, and I'm good 
type mentality and you know they go out there and lay an egg coming up uh because i can see that happen yeah and just watching that tampa game last week i know it was against the the, the uh the eagles but still tampa bay's defense was flying around making all kinds of plays so hopefully uh matt stafford and that offense can get get some points on the board and you know, run the ball pretty effectively against that defense. You like an OBJ in, in wearing your uniform, Orlando? Has he found a home here? I, I think he has. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, Sean McVay, the coach, has done a great job finding out what he does well. And it seems like him and Matt Stafford are, you know, on the same page in terms of offense. I think he's getting more comfortable with the offense. Letting him throw a touchdown pass, a 40-yard touchdown pass is great. It kind of gets his juices flowing again. So, I think I, I like him in that role, uh, and I'm sure he's enjoying winning and being in the playoffs, uh, you know, and, and, and for his first time in the NFL as well. So, Nick, you think he's making himself attractive to other teams, or buyer beware still with OBJ? <laughs> I mean, I think you still have to be buyer beware um, just because it's, it's OBJ. But at the same time, like he has been a model citizen since showing up in LA and, you know, you haven't seen him on TMZ. Um, <laughs> he has been making disruptions in the locker room on the sidelines um, and he's making catches, he's making plays. So I think, I don't know if it's OBJ coming around and being like, Hey, listen, I'm, I'm kind of on my last leg here and I need to be, you know, the boy scout to, to be able to continue in this league or if it's Sean McVay, or if it's Matthew Stafford or whoever on that team is getting uh, the best out of him, but he is. And, and, you know, I think any team that's looking for wide receiver help um, has to take a look and say, listen, I think he may have, you know, turned that corner, gotten to the old, old man age was like, Hey, listen, I need to be, a, I, I need to be good so I can keep playing and, and make these catches um any team that's missing a playmaker probably will take a look let, let me say this nick i think winning solves all things as you know if you win you're happier right i think he's an mm -hmm. la guy so he loves being in la and wants to stay in la and be around all that glitz and glamour so that will temper your expectation or the drama or whatever comes along with you uh, but winning saw tends, tends to solve all things. If they were losing and not in the playoffs, I'm sure you'll, you'll hear more. But uh, good for him that he's maturing and he's in a place where he seems like he's happy and performing well. Maybe See, I would like to say, I'd like to say that I'm on the positive side that he's maturing and it's not just the winning. <laughs> I want to be. I, I, this is me being positive and building people up, not tearing people down. <laughs> nice. For the record, I think I'm more with Orlando. Like, this L.A. thing is sweet. It's sweet. <laughs> I, 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 I'm enjoying my life out here. This It, it ain't going to get much better than what I'm dealing with right now. Uh, all right, hey, let's make a coaching change. I, I give you Arizona. I give you Dallas. Who needs to go more, Cliff or or, or Mike? McCarthy, Kingsbury, uh, who wants to go first on this? Uh, I'll, you jump on in here. Arizona or Dallas, who needs that coaching change more? I don't think Arizona needs it because – of what Cliff was able to do when Kyler was out. Um, you know, Kyler Murray was out for, what, three three games, I think, and they were still winning ball games. And so I think that coaching um, showed through right there. I think Cliff coming from college, um, you know, getting those the, the NFL experience, the playoffs and everything, 
I think there's a learning curve just as there is for everybody else, uh, players included. So I, I give them a pass there. The Cowboys, I don't know. I I don't think it was coaching. Um, you know, the team just did not show up, uh, which makes me think that, you know, the Cowboys thought they were going to waltz into Jerry's world, um, handle the 49ers and, you know, carry on. Um, so, and, and, you know, they Cowboys were rolling beginning of the season. They were rolling. They got had some injuries. They fought through them. They're, they're back in it. So I, I, at this point, um, I, I would give each, you know, Cliff, I would give much longer leash. I think the Cowboys, maybe a shorter leash, I, but I don't see a change happening either side. Yeah, I don't, I don't see a change happening either side. But if I, if I had to make one choice on, on either one of those coaches, uh, it would probably be Mike McCarthy. We've seen this before in Green Bay. Um, the Dallas Cowboys, have, they have a ton of talent. There's no reason that they should lose to a 49ers team. Uh, you know, time management, clock management down the stretch kind of hurt. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, they have so much talent there. Their expectations was there to, to really win the Super Bowl because they have a ton of all-pro guys, you know, running back, offensive line, good defense. And for you not to get out of the first round with that type of talent, I think everybody's to blame, players and coaches included. But when you're the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys with that type of talent, um, you may – have to look for another job if you get bounced in the first round. Orlando, you're Jerry. You keeping them or are you letting or are you uh, letting them go? Uh, you know what? The, the funny thing about it, he has two offense and defensive coordinators there. That's hot. You know, obviously head coaching candidates everywhere else. I may let him. I may let him go and go with one of my coordinators and move one of my coordinators, whether it's Dan Quinn or. Uh, Kellen Moore is a Kellen Moore that's the offensive coordinator. Move one of those guys in the head coach just for a fresh start. I know he's only been there for two two years, but he's still a retread in the NFL uh, liking. But you know, obviously Dan Quinn, it seemed like the players really respond. He did wonders with that defense. So I would probably move one of my hot coordinators to head coach and get rid of Mike McCarthy. Bold move, bold move. Um... <laughs> I I know, and we have seen it in Green Bay, and so the history is there. I I would hope that, you know, Jerry does have his uh, – he's got both hands in the cookie jar uh, with that team. And so, you know, he knows – I assume he knows what's going on in the locker room and, and that feeling of the team, and it, it all depends on what that locker room is feeling. If it's a we lost because we didn't show up as players – or we lost because we don't like this head coach, that's going to be the judge. And, you know, I think that's, that's the big issue there where, you know, you, you should have, you go back and forth in the NFL all the time. Like, well, you're in the NFL. You don't need motivation. You should be able to play at, at the highest level. And then other sides, well, you, the coach has to motivate, has to get the guys up, get the guys ready. And, you know, it, there's the duality of that. Um, you do have your offense coordinator and defense coordinator are, are hot. Um, you know, I, Dan Quinn was our defensive line coach in 2007. So uh, I'm a big, uh, big fan of his. Um, but I would probably go offense just because of Dak and, and what you need to do there if, if you were going to get rid of him. But it comes back down to, I think, what, what that locker room is feeling. Um, and, you know, if, if it's, 
it's a, you know, oh, you know, woe is us because of the head coach. I think he's got to go. Yeah, when you look at it, though, what does Jerry do if he lose both of both of his coordinators to other organizations? Then he's stuck with just Mike McCarthy, and then he has to go find two other guys. So he's almost behind anyway, and he's leaning more on Mark, Mike McCarthy. And then you have to ask yourself as an owner, who was the reason for our success? Was it our, our coordinators, or was I was it our head coach? And uh, he could be he could be left, you know, not with a good coaching staff on you know in the next season. So. I think if I'm an owner, I'm looking at all those things. Hey, if I'm, I'm just left with Mike McCarthy and no young up-and-coming coordinators or, you know, that really helped propel our team this past year. You could really be behind where you were a year ago. Kellen Moore just uh, – yeah, he, he just he's interviewing with Denver. Uh, they're, they're, they're getting opportunities over there. So it, that's, it's, a, it's an interesting time in Dallas for sure. All right, hey, global look at the playoffs right now. Do we like – what we've had here with the seven seed, do we like the extra games by week for the one seed? Do we like this NFL formula right now? Orlando, you look like you're not in favor of it at all. You know what? I thought, I thought, I thought I would like it until I saw a couple blowouts. There's no reason Philly should have been in the playoffs this year. Just, just my, my take on it. They didn't have a, a shot, you know, to win any games whatsoever. Uh, it was, a, you know, it was a bad outing by them. And, you know, I, it, that team normally would get a buy, I would guess. So, uh, that was sort of a buy for Tampa, but I, I, I don't know if I liked it. I, as a player, I know I wouldn't like the, the 17th game and all that. So I'm going to say no. I, I probably didn't like that that 17 getting in. Yeah, I, I think as a player, um, you know, I've, I'm already mad that we have to play an extra game during the regular season. And now, you know, as a two seed, I got to play again in the first round of playoffs. Um, I, I wouldn't like it as a fan. Um, I enjoyed having extra football. Uh, I didn't hate that fact. Um, and, but I mean, I would have much rather seen the chargers play than Pittsburgh. So, oh. you know, it, that would have been, I mean, seeing that would, would have been a lot better. I'm trying to think on the NFC side who I would have rather watched instead of Philly. Um, and I really can't, I can't pick a team that I would have rather seen. So, I guess it doesn't really matter. Um, but it, I would say as a fan, I enjoy it. As a player, um, you know, I'm, I would have hated it just because, you know, that's just that's more playing and, and more opportunity for injuries. And, you know, you, you're, it's changing, you know, how we view the season and everything. Um, so I, I think I have – I'm looking at both sides. You want them to go to eight teams, Nick? Um, 18, I would say yes, if we go to 18 games, you know, which is going to happen, which I actually, I, I, I was thinking about this and I went through it in my brain thing and I thought about it. 18 games, uh, would actually be as a player, I would I absolutely despise it. I think 17 is too many. 16 was, you know, too many as well, but you know, it's what we had. Um, as a player, I'd hate it. But as a fan, and I'm saying this as a fan, 18 games would be amazing because we'd have 18-game season, we'd have an 18 playoff, which would be fantastic, and then Super Bowl most likely would be on the Sunday before President's Day, holiday, and <laughs> bam, we get Super Bowl Monday. It works out. Hey, Nick, you really thought that one out, man. That's, that's awesome. Oh, I did. I did. 
the, the Nick Mangold, how do we get a holiday after the Super Bowl plan? 18 games, eight playoff teams, 16 total. Voila. And owner would love you, would love you for that, Nick. An extra game, and, you know, you know, eighteen game. That's more revenue just coming into their pockets, man. I'm telling you, just come back in the pockets. <laughs> players would hate. And players are gonna hate. I'm gonna get texts. I mean, you Absolutely. said what? Um, but yeah, I mean, as a fan, you know, if you got Super Bowl Monday off, like that oh. would be huge. And because oh, yeah. I, the only reason I was looking at it was this year. Um, my son is born February sixth, which was on Super Bowl Sunday. And this year, his birthday should have been on Super Bowl Sunday. It's on Sunday. Uh, but because of the 17-game schedule and everything being pushed back a week, we miss it by a week. And so that got me thinking. It was like, well, if we go 18 games, that's one more week. Bam. Like It just it fell into my lap, really. I, I love it. And you're, you're feeling hot right now, so let's make our picks. You all, you all are playoff savvy. Orlando 2-1, and one, Nick 2-1, and one, season records. Orlando, you've crept over 500. Congratulations, 28-27. and 27. Nick now 31, 23, and 1. I mean, just a shark of a gambler here. Congratulations. Uh, you got y'all, uh, Cincinnati, Kansas City, San Francisco, the over coming in in the Buffalo, New England game uh, for Nick as well. So, two and one, two and one. You have the overall better record. Nick, I think you get to go first this week. Go to WinBet for all your gambling needs. W-Y-N-N-B-E-T.com. Pick of the week, Sir Mangold. Pick of the week. Um, so again, I'm not. I'm not fully sold. I'm sorry, Orlando. I'm not fully sold on the Rams, <laughs> and they're going West Coast team going to the East Coast. I've, I've never been a fan of it. Uh, so I'm taking the Bucks minus two and a half uh, versus the Rams. Nice. For me, I'm going Kansas City over Buffalo, one and a half points over Buffalo. I think Buffalo tried them to KC. That offense looked strong last week. Um, you know, obviously with Patrick Mahomes. I think they get their running back back uh, this part, this last week. I think they just have too much offensive firepower. I think they beat the Buffalo Bills uh, this weekend. I just think we all should underline the professionalism by Orlando there. You picked against his Rams. It was like water off a duck's back. No big deal. Nice pick, Nick. Congratulations. Way to go. That That's a teammate right there. All right. Upset of the week, Orlando. Who do you got? You know what? I got my Rams. So we're, we're technically going head-to-head, uh, plus two and a half over the Tampa Bay Bucks. They riding high. Uh, o, o, you know, Odell's in the zone. That defense playing well. Uh, they take down Tom Brady and uh, and the Buccaneers uh, this weekend. Oof. See, that's why he liked to pick because he knew he was going against me. So he was happy with it. All right, my upset. Uh, I got I'm, I'm going to ride him. Um, and I got to tell you, it was difficult this week, only having four games, trying to pick games and everything uh, makes it tricky. Um, but I'm riding my Bengals. Uh, I know Ooh. Derek Henry is coming back, and I know, um, you know, the Bengals defense has been decent, not great, but I'm hoping that he's rusty. I'm getting the Bengals plus three and a half uh, versus the Titans, and I, I, I hope they do it. I think Joe Cool is on fire. And uh, he's got that winning mentality. I, I, I got to keep riding him. Let's let's play the number. Biggest one is Casey and Buffalo at 55. And then uh, the lowest is the Bengals and Titans at 47. 49ers Packers, 47 and a half. The Rams and Bucks is 49. Nick, you're up. Um, I, I hate this, 
I don't like it. Um, I, I'm not a fan of it. But after um, the over-unders this week were very difficult. Only have Again, only having four to choose from. Um, it was very, very tough to come up with. I am actually taking under this week. I don't like it. Um, I'm saying it now. I, I think I should get an asterisk. Uh, 49ers mm-hmm. versus the Packers. I'm taking the under 47 and a half. Uh, it's going to be ice cold. I think the Packers will run, run the ball, um, or the 49ers will run the ball. The Packers will do enough to score and win. Um, I don't think they get the 47 and a half. Orlando, are you noticing the complaining here? Only four games. The numbers aren't good. I think last, I think last week he said I was never going to go under again. Did you not say that? <laughs> I, did. I did, and I, that, that's why it stinks. I, I had to. I forced myself into going to an under, and it, it's not good. I, I was not happy about it. The pain is real. I tell you. Well, I'm riding this game hard, Rams, Tampa Bay. I am riding it hard. Uh, I am going over 49 points. Uh, like Nick, I really don't like the 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 the, the numbers on a, on a lot of these games on the board, but I think my Rams and Tampa Bay will be a high-scoring deal, and I think they'll be over 49 points. Gentlemen, a lot of fun as we uh, creep towards it here, championship weekend coming up, but this should be an awesome, awesome weekend of football, hopefully a lot better than last. Uh, Great to be with you. Good stuff as always. Appreciate it. Let's enjoy the divisional round. Absolutely. Thank you. Let's go Bengals. (laughs) Let's go Rams.